Hi, besties, and welcome to Semi-Qualified Queens, a show where we talk about all things drag because we are semi-qualified to speak on it. I'm Juicebox. And I'm Cynthia Kiss. And welcome to Semi-Qualified Queens, and we are back with another week of reviewing RuPaul's Drag Race UK Season 4, Episode 4. I think it's the first time I got it right. Volume 20 edition 904. (laughs) So much fucking drag. I love it. I just watched Bussy Queen's video about the saturation of drag on YouTube juice. It was very interesting. I know know you're not a big fan of Bussy. She's not um, a big fan of me. I bet you she is, though. I bet I you she is. When she was hard on me on my season, um, I kind of al- alluded to that in our DMs. And I was like, well, you haven't really been the rottest rot every week. And she was <laughs> like, oh, girl, it's just like for fun. Don't take anything seriously. Like, please, please, come on. And so it just reminds me of the discord we have here. So I've just yeah. learned to not take it too seriously. I'm sure she, you guys totally, I, I feel like you're both I think like it's because we've girls. never had a connection. We've never spoken. We've never chatted. We've never, like, oh. connected. So I think that's why I'm like, I just don't think she likes me. So. Aww. Well, yeah. the video was really interesting. If Maybe just give that a watch. Because it, it was just yeah. cool to see. I don't know. I don't think I don't think there's necessarily. Well, no. There is an oversaturation I of was drag. like, girl, there's an oversaturation of drag. But what I say to that, I thought it was funny. Michelle, earlier in the year, was like, it's not going to, quote, last forever. So, like, yeah. watch your favorites. And then things will always be, like, archived on WoW Presents Plus. Ding. Mm-hmm. So it's it's one of those things, right? As fans, we get to sink our teeth into what we want to in the moment. And then I bet you there's like seasons that will like be slow burn sleeper hits like later. You know what I mean? Maybe season two of Canada's Drag Race. I was going to say maybe sleeper season two of Canada's Drag Race. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, you never know. Anyways, um, how are you? You had a show last night. I did. I took a nice little break from shows after our very, very busy summer. Um, very crazy. So I had a a cute little break after that all ended sort of like middle of September. So I grew a mustache. I worked out every day. I renovated my mustache. The mustache was, oof, I loved my mustache and the absolute disgusting DMs I was getting were excellent. But so the mustache is gone. I am now just a round potato again. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I did my first gig. It was for Chorus Entertainment, very little corporate gig. Um, Oh, come on, corporate. Come on, corporate. They gave me a swag bag after I left. Like, it was great. It was super fun. Everyone was so nice. There was a bunch of, like, big brother people there and, like, top chef. And I knew no one because I don't watch any of those shows. So I was just like, this is wasted on me. Gia was there. Bomb. Bomb was there. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Bomb was there and we, Bomb's, Bomb's like the best hype person. They were like chanting and like getting people to cheer for my name and stuff. So it was so cute. But when I first saw Bomb, I waved and she was like, hey, Juice. And I was like, I'm getting paid to be here, babe. And I kept performing. <laughs> she was like, fuck you. Um, was she engaged? Was she dragged out? No, no, no. She was just a hot, hot boy in her fashiony looks. Uh, oh, but cute. but the the swag bag they gave us, they gave us like cute things like a Chucky doll and like some HGTV things. But the best part about it is they gave me YTV slime. Whoa, like yeah. a bucket of slime, like Not a little a thing of bucket, slime, but like a thing of YTV slime. And I was just like, oh my god, this is like cool. my youth. Like it's the green goopy slime. Oh, that like scratches like the back part of my brain. Yeah. Like I was like, I, I saw it on my my train home. I was like, oh my God. And I texted them. I was like, did you give me slime? They were like, yeah, I hope you enjoy it. I was like, that's so crazy. 
what's the consistency? Is it like I have not opened it? I haven't opened it. Oh, you gotta make a TikTok. I know. I was thinking about making a TikTok or like doing it on my Twitch stream and stuff. With like, I got to be Priyanka. Nah, <laughs> that's just me playing with slime with Priyanka. Do you remember uh, this, Pri? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Actually, ooh, can I say this? Oh, um, I heard a little bit of Priyanka's new music. Oh, you got a little teaser. I got a teaser, and it's it's good. And I don't like drag music. You always say that. But when I say, but there is such a difference between uh, her old stuff and this and this stuff I saw, like I heard a little clip it on her socials and like, I don't want to say it because she's obviously been teasing music, but I don't want to say anything yeah. too much, oh, but cool. like, it sounds good. It sounds good. It sounds really good. And it sounds oh, like, I'm so excited. It sounds like pop music. And it's just like, oh my God, go off Priyanka. I literally was just, I wrote to her, I was like, are you a singer? She was like, oh my God, thank you. Yeah, no, she's she is going for it. She's the girly. She was yeah. literally in LA um, on set for Dancing with the Stars to like support Shangela. I messaged with, her. I was like, "That's so famous! Like so famous! So like, famous!" Tyra Banks was like there. a stone's throw from her. Like, I I honestly, I was just watching the episode like a fucking fan of Dancing yeah. with the Stars, and then they pan <laughs> to fucking Courtney Act and, and Priyanka. Priyanka, and I was I, like. This girl, she is literally everywhere. I, I love know. Her Imagine getting to sit next to Courtney Act all night. I would be. I, I want to know how you like finesse that happening. Like, is she just famous enough that they're like, she gets invited, or does she still have to like know the right person and talk to the right person to be like, get me? Do you know what? Stars. Do you know what Priyanka? When Priyanka started drag in Toronto. She just had, like, there was a certain, I called them Priyanka-isms about her, mm-hmm. where only Priyanka could do these things and no one could question it. And then, like, if someone else were to do it, they'd be like, why are you doing that? Like just pushing so hard for something, but it works. For, she makes it work. She's, she's just so charismatic, where, like, I remember one time I was in a dressing room, and she came into the dressing room, hopped up on the counter, ignored what everybody else was saying, and went, hey, can you open your booking calendar and give me a gig next week? I've got some free time. Just said that right to the person who I was with. And they were yeah, like, and they're like, and they were like, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. sure. Okay. <laughs> and then just gave her a booking right there, right in front of me. I was like, if I did that, they would be like, get fuck juice. <laughs> so Priyanka tapped Tyra Banks on the shoulder and went, hi, Ty. I uh, wouldn't listen. be surprised if she just literally messaged Dance- or Shangela and Dancing with the Stars being like, I really want to be there to support. And they were like, cool, great. Here you go. I have two photos in my hands. One of these photos represents <laughs> me going to sit in the audience for Dancing with the Stars. And the other and me, represents me sitting yeah. in the audience going to Dancing, to with, Dancing the with the Stars. But she also just did that thing with Disney Plus. So maybe she had an in with Disney Plus because Dancing with the Stars is on Disney Plus. Ding, ding, ding. That's why I ding, love ding, the juice. Ding. Well, we yeah. could chat forever. About Priyanka. Oh. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Welcome back to Semi-Qualified my Priyanka. Queens. Priyanka. <laughs> Priyanka edition. <laughs> But should we dive in to uh, Drag Race UK season four? Yes, yes. Let's dive okay. in. What did you think of this episode? Boom, baby. Um, it was funny because we've been we've been recording these on Thursdays, and today we're meeting up the next day. Mm-hmm. So I watched it last night. And sometimes when I watch television with my partner, I'm just excited to be hanging out with him, and I get distracted. So I had to be like, so "Babe, let me focus. I'm writing notes. I have a podcast." So there were times, there were times where I was like. Uh, am I watching? Am I paying attention? Um, but ultimately, I vibed. I thought it was cool. Yeah. Um, I love Alan Carr. So having an episode where he's also in the Maxi Challenge, it was fun just to see more of him. Yeah, yeah. It was cute. It wasn't my... F- 
favorite episode, but I also mostly don't love improv challenges. Um, so that's gonna that that's gonna mean yeah. you're not gonna love the episode. Yeah, so I didn't love it. I was just like mm, I didn't love the main challenge. Um, but I thought that the the mini was super cute and the runway I felt was confusing. But we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. So the episode starts. It's always you know just on the tails of an eliminated queen, and we all are saying goodbye to Copper Top or Ginger, as Black Pepper likes to call her. <laughs> that moment it was like everyone's trying to be it's always like someone's died like literally when they go home it's like mourning the loss what's that like being the there because wrong. i never got that um it's it's one of those th- it's intense it literally is intense because it's just there's such big you're all big personalities to be cast for that show so when you remove someone it's like whoa to it's see just, like that one person gone like it's you a shield shift. It's mm. totally a shift. Mm. And there was actually one time it was when OCN left. I like, I started. That's a lot of, that's a lot of personality to leave. That was a lot of personality. And she was so positive and she had just like been struggling with so many factors, like her vision, she had hurt her knee. Like I just really felt for her in that moment that I started to cry backstage. And they're like, can you please hold it for camera? And I was like, I'm not going to hold any, like, I was like, No. So then it would, I had like smeared makeup at the end. And of, you hold. So if you look at the top, if you look at the top of episode three, my makeup's kind of like runny. Oh, R- Sleeper hit. Is Season wild. two, Canada's Trash Race. <laughs> they were like, please, Cynthia, give us something. Cry on camera. We're begging. Yeah, something. <laughs> Come on, girl. <laughs> Actually, so funny enough, I'm sorry we're going on a tangent, but like, when don't we? Uh, Eve posted, eh. um, uh, they were so mad at me for interrupting the skinny girls. And it was you uh, being like, Eve, read the room. And I completely <laughs> forgot that all happened. Yeah. <laughs> She's so funny. Honestly, in retrospect, like, I kind of, I shout out to Eve. She was trying to stir the pot. Kendall was just being too polite. Should have stirred it more. Yeah. yeah. And then, I mean, I, I did my read the room thing in pickups, like in interviews after. So you can say whatever you want. I seemed oh. like all knowing. Because it's like, this situation already happened. I didn't say that to her face. That would have been extra ballsy. Next time. <laughs> Next time. All stars, if, if, if it ever happens. <laughs> I'm manifesting it, Juice. I think, Are I you? think it's, you know, I think it can happen. I think, I, think happen. I would be happy if you got on all stars. I think I would be happy for you for that. I would be happy for me too. I'm kidding. I would say that back. I'm saying that back to you. Of course you. But I want to talk about this episode. Sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah. So it's super shade of Black Peppa to forget Copper's name, calling but her Ginger instead. But it's kind of camp. It is super camp. It made it's me so laugh. Because yeah. that whole scene was going nowhere. And then she did a flub. And I was like, I'm obsessed. <laughs> um, but that was kind of it. They're just kind of like, whatever. Rue comes in. And then we do our mini challenge is musical chairs. Did you ever play musical yeah, we, chairs growing we up? we go to the, the next day and we do the musical chairs. But it was like booty chairs or something. I forget what it was called. Um, I never did it. Did I? I don't remember. Not once. I probably did, but... Oh my god, do you know what's so funny? Actually, we would do musical chairs at my gym a lot for squat therapy. So, oh, cool. So to, like, train us to have a low squat, we would do squat therapy. So you basically hold the wall, like, you would hold your arms up as high as you could against the wall, get your nose to the wall, and then you slowly squat down onto a wall ball... And then slowly squat back up just to kind of like give you like 
open up your shoulders and then allow your squat to be as low as possible. So the way that we would like have fun to warm it up is we would do musical chairs, but on wall balls. Oh my God. Wall balls. Wall balls. So we would, we would do the, we would walk around them and you'd have to sit on the wall ball. So oh my God, I'm I sorry that that got really butch, but that's you how I would crossfit. Play. I'm sorry. You and your crossfit. <laughs> she had hey, to bring it up. Fun tip. I threw in a little bit of like an outline. Um, Cause I wrote one out. So it's in the chat now. So oh, for, like, thank you. Group pairings and stuff. I just, so we can have a little bit of a little script. Thank but yes, we're you. playing, we're playing musical chairs. That game stressed me out as a child because there's always that second when the music stops and it turns into like wrestling. Like there's always, there's always two people in one chair where it's like, you kind of got to nudge a little and I'm not very physically aggressive. Like I played basketball and my least favorite part was like, the boxing out to yeah. like around Check the net out. or whatever. And it's just like, don't touch me. <laughs> Please don't touch me. Touch me. <laughs> um, so it was, it was kind of a weird musical chairs game. It happened, but it's fun. It's kind of camp, I suppose. And Well, they're uh, all just so small and skinny. And Pixie Polite is out there with this massive ass. So it's like, of course mm-hmm. she's going to knock you off of it. Yeah. You know, these girls are all look like little bags of bones. And bags she's out there with bones. <laughs> and she's out there and she has stuffed her fucking padding to be as big as possible. So yeah, she's going to smoke these girls on it. So it was a cute little game. But then we get to the teams and Wait, is I have oh. I have an apology to make to our British friends. Oh, but what? What do we do? Speaking of mini challenges, last week it was the BAFTA or the NAFTA awards. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> okay, we are sorry. We made a mistake. Of course, we now know that that was a pun on the British Academy Film Awards, the BAFTA Awards, and the British slang of like being a naff. We had some people call in, and um, actually, we appreciate the correction. So if you ever get anything wrong, please let us know, love. Yeah, who was it who corrected us? It was um, Bailey Booth. Bailey said, Booth, we love you. Yeah, I just listened to the latest episode yelling to myself in my kitchen while you talked about the NAFTA Awards. It's a play on BAFTA, the British Academy of Film and Television Awards. It also incorporates the term NAF, which is British slang for unfashionable and lame. Wouldn't you say that last week we won the NAFTA Award for <laughs> fact-checking? <laughs> for fact-checking? For, for not researching? Yeah, I yeah. think that makes sense. <laughs> it's an honor, a privilege, and I wear it proudly. <laughs> so let's dive into the maxi this week what yes. are the girls playing on episode four now we are testing our improv skills with the new chat show catty man hosted by cynthia kiss's favorite alan carr <laughs> i love alan i think, I think he's, funny. he's funny yeah he makes me laugh he's really funny so mm-hmm. there it's another team challenge the girls are pairing up and because pixie won this musical chairs mini she mm-hmm. gets to pick first and she goes for kind of what I would do is uh, a team with Cheddar Gorgeous and Danny Beard. See, I wouldn't choose Cheddar and Danny. Who would you choose? Um, I probably would have chosen. Mm, I don't know. I just here's my thing with those two. Here's my thing with those two. They're so good. I would be worried that I would get completely overshadowed. Oh, I see. Yeah, so I think... Well, it kind of uh, happened. Oh, yeah, but that, that's why I wouldn't have picked them. I, I, mean, I would pick maybe one of them, 
to build mm-hmm. the team up to make it stronger. But those two together are both so strong that I feel like Pixie almost not put a target on her back, but Pixie chose them thinking that she would be able to just, they would just blow everybody in the water, the three of them. But I think they were just like so good that it was hard to really stand out. Mm-hmm. Pixie goes down the line and plays kind of non-confrontational. She doesn't get shady with the rest of the pairings. She's just like, okay, you three in a line, Dakota, Phil, baby. And then Peppa, Jombers, and Sminty. Just down the line. Very diplomatic. Yeah. Yeah. Boring. 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 I would have done, I would have been shadier. Just for the, just for fun. Yeah. I one time had to pair up groups. It was for the girl group challenge. Was it shady? not really but the other thing is you have to remember when you're in that competition you don't necessarily know everyone's uh strengths and weaknesses up front so what Mm. i thought i was picking ended up being different once we got into rehearsal i was like oh wow i i mean i didn't think eve was a dancer but she really she didn't even want to move her body (laughs) she was like no i can't do this and i was like oh okay (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like after after the fact I was like whoops because I, I I didn't I don't know I don't know so picking groups sometimes it wasn't even like I was that was almost self-sabotage <laughs> I like stacked the other team with like yeah for the girl group challenge yeah I don't know you you pixie polited it. it basically just about yeah. yeah um so what did we think of the the challenge though did you like it oh yes the actual talk show let's dive right in I I thought it was an interesting challenge. It's it's one of those things where it's it's a group challenge, but because it's improv and you all have these zany characters, I would say it's individual. Like, I didn't look at these as a group challenge, especially when it starts with just Cheddar Gorgeous coming out and having, like, a minute of banter with just Alan. It was like, they the scenes kept evolving. It reminded me of those courtroom fairy tale scenes in All Stars All Winners, that kind mm-hmm. of improv where it me has... Too. It has a structure. So yeah. it's almost, it's like, it's yes, it's improv, but you still have to come with a character synopsis. You need to know, you need to know your MO because I think when some of the girls got frozen when it was like, oh, I'm just going to wing it. It's like, it's improv. It's like, no, please no. know your backstory. Know who you're pissed off about. Know what gets you happy, what gets you horny. Just enough, almost like Snatch Game to have a couple zingers in your back pocket ready to reference. Yeah. Because the way this started... Cheddar was going in very serious and I didn't think, I thought they were playing the straight man. And for the straight man to come out first, that's a comedy term where you're basically the boring person to let crazy people be crazy around you. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, over the top. Um, so I wasn't sure, but then it got going because Danny, I love Danny Beard. I thought they were really funny. Yeah, Danny was really good. But I think this is one of those ones that was made for Danny. Like it's very much like a comedy challenge where they can just be themselves or an extension of themselves into a character you know so i really enjoyed it it made me really excited for snatch game with danny because i feel like danny's gonna do a really cool job i was actually really surprised with cheddar because cheddar i know is really good at what they do and is a lot more charismatic than how they present themselves online Mm -hmm. um but i was really quite surprised that she's so funny and so fast she right? got there. She did get there. Yeah, she really did get there. Her and her and Danny really kind of were able to bounce off each other really nicely. So I, I was just surprised about it. Um, but I loved it. She looked great and she sounded great. And then we have Pixie hop in at the end of their performance with a dildo. Where was she hiding that? I 
No idea. <laughs> like there must have been like it was interesting. Did she did they plan the reference of a dildo or did she just happen to have one? Like that was the editing. I couldn't tell if that was part of the like their structure or if it truly came up naturally and she was like speaking of dildos. I don't know. I don't know. For me, it's for me. It, I honest to God, I forgot about the dildo. Uh oh. That's never a good sign on Drag Race. If you fade away, if you're forgotten. So Pixie Polite didn't it. take it for you. She didn't take I it just, for you. I thought she was fun. I thought she was funny. But I thought Danny would just really took the whole thing for me. She kind of stole the whole spotlight. That I was only yeah. really paying attention to her jokes. Damn. Mm-hmm. There it is. There it is. There it is. Do you want to dive into the next group? Yeah. Uh, imagine I'm like, no. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so we so we start with Dakota, who I thought made really funny choices. And I always really like, and I know it's probably not the best, but I like when people break character in these challenges because it makes it look more fun. Mm. You know, like Dakota yes. broke character because she was like, I can't believe I just did this voice. This is so silly. And she's laughing at herself. I personally really like when that happens because I'm like, okay, it looks like everyone's having fun. Everyone's enjoying themselves. I like that. So I thought it was kind of fun that she sort of couldn't stay serious. The best parts of the Trixie and Katya show were when they broke. When they literally could not get their lines out. The whole audience felt like they were in on the joke then. So I totally get it. I I Mm -hmm. love when characters like mess up on SNL. It then just becomes exactly like everyone's just playing like make believe. Yeah. Yeah, you're so, all kind of in on the same sort of fun. She couldn't even handle her own choice to deepen her voice and <laughs> it be like just such a choice. It was really really funny. So I, I thought it. it was starting off strong and then baby comes in and it's it I wrote down so close but no cigar. For me, I just it was lacking that little bit of um oomph or just like actual jokes in there like when she started to do her song it was like come on baby like let's do this let's do this and then it never actually went anywhere with like a joke yeah yeah it felt a little flat I didn't think it was the worst but it did it didn't feel like the big kind of I don't know I'm used to baby being a lot bigger and a lot more extravagant in her things and it felt like it was just a little bit flatter than what we're used to but I felt Mm. like she was kind of almost just slightly under what Dakota was doing I didn't think that it was just bad 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 she was still very much in her character there just wasn't a lot of funniness in her character which probably means that baby just isn't a a strong comedy writer her brain doesn't think like that like what she was doing with the words when she kept Mm -hmm. doing what was it like jaguar or whatever she kept Mm -hmm. um leaning on this it's almost like she was leaning into her rap skills i can see how her brain works she's Mm -hmm. more poetic she's more artistic Mm -hmm. um when it comes to snippy snappy comedy writing it just wasn't it wasn't landing and so it it made me it made me feel a little cringe we're not all comedians no, not everyone is. It's really hard. You have to, mm-hmm. like, there's times where we all, you know, it's a really tough skill to make make something funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and we see that with LaPhil. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that was rough. Ooh. I felt bad. Me too, because I've been such a LaPhil fan. Um, and You've you been LaPhil'd just... up. I've been LaPhil'd up. I just am such a fan of Miss LaPhil. And I was like, 
Ooh, I did not like So we this. basically get LaFill Le- kind of playing themselves, but as this super happy doctor, it's giving smile through the fact that you're terrified. Yeah. You know when someone's smiling too hard? It's like, ah! (laughs) It felt like she just kept talking to eventually hope something was going to happen. Truly. Like, the lights were going to come on and she was going to have a clever thing to say. Yeah. Yeah. She just kept going. And I was just like, Diva, I think we need to let it go. Just drop it. Drop this joke and jump, jump back on the train when you think of something funnier. And you can tell when scenes weren't going well because Alan would hop in and kind of... Um, explain like so what you're saying is this happened because of this like asking for the doctors just basically translating to keep the scene moving whereas successful scenes I felt like Alan kind of got to sit back and just allow it it. yeah Mm -hmm. so I feel like yeah second group they didn't kill it they didn't kill it rough boots rough boots rough boots rough boots now black pepper sminty and JB worst drag name on the show JB Blonde. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this starts, I love when a girl comes out with something you're not expecting. Black Peppa had an amazing accent. It, it surprised Alan. Um, but then it started to slow down and I was like, wait, what's going on? Oh, there's a catfish situation. Okay, cool. I'm, I'm, I'm hanging on with their concepts. And then Sminty comes out and is so low energy they're not volleying with anything, with anyone. It's yeah. like they don't want to be there. Well, it was like, for me, I felt like there was moments where she was breaking character, but it wasn't reading like when Dakota would. It felt like she was laughing. It felt like everyone else around her was funny, and she was better at enjoying their comedy than she was at volleying with their comedy. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was, giving, like, it was giving, I don't want to be here. I just I, watch for it. me, it was giving, yeah, I want to watch this. I don't want to be in this. I want to watch this. Because she was laughing, mm-hmm. but just not making us laugh. She seemed really young in that moment. Like her age yes. doesn't always show when she's in these fierce, fabulous looks. She can kind of hide behind all of the, the smoke and mirrors. But there's something about comedy where you're so vulnerable and you lay it so on the line that um, you can just tell when someone's not self-assured. You have yeah. to be very confident. You have to be very confident to dive in. Mm-hmm. So it just it just wasn't working. And then Jombers, Jombers Blonde, I actually thought they did a great job. Me they picked the scene back up when she called mm-hmm. her a pig slut. <laughs> <laughs> and like no one saw it coming. It just kind of, it gave the scene more life again. And I understood yeah. what was happening, the dynamics. Um, so actually in that trio, I think JB did the best. I think, yeah. And I think if Sminty were to have been on someone else's team and maybe Baby or Dakota was over with them, I think it probably would have been a really good scene. Yeah. Yeah. When Sminty, well, I think, a, brought it down. They had a... they Exactly. It's When it's a trio up there, like, all of... You can't hide. You know, no. you all have to be bouncing off of each other. Yeah. And someone's always going to kind of, I think, fall into the background with the trio. Mm-hmm. Brat pack. But that's... <laughs> name names <laughs> name names <laughs> I'm kidding I just thought I saw the opening and I had to take it uh, <laughs> I said trio and I was like oh, say Brad back <laughs> <laughs> who is it oh uh, funny 
But that's our that's our talk show. Interesting yeah. challenge. I think it's fun. I thought that was fun. It was fun. fun. It was a very like uh cookie cutter drag race challenge. You Do know? You oh yeah. It was an improv challenge on a talk show where they each had like an archetype that they had to fill out and then they went and they did it and some of them did bad. It felt very generic drag race for me. Do you watch talk shows ever? Out of curiosity? I used to be a very avid Ricky Lake watcher. Oh, cool. Like daytime. Like I was you're daytime. pregnant. Or yeah, like, you're I would the watch. Father. I would watch Ricky Lake. Um, I, I, Sally Jesse Raphael by the end. Like the end mm-hmm. of Sally Jesse Raphael, I would watch. Maury, okay. which probably gave me a lot of internalized homophobia and transphobia because they were rough boots to watch those ones. Correct. Um. Oh, yeah. Like the is it a man? Is it not a man? Episodes. Yes. Rough. The Jerry Springer era of TV. Yeah. Very over sensationalizing parts of the queer community. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So I that's the like kind that's of talk shows I would watch. That's kind of what it's based off of. I mm-hmm. did more. I did more nighttime. Like, the, like the Chatty Man, like Alan Carr's show. I'd watch online. Graham Norton. I do like as well. Oh. Um, I kind of sometimes if I love an actress, I'll watch all of their stuff when they're doing press. So for like on Fallon and Kimmel and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I just love I do love watching people talk. There's such an art to that kind of sit down. You have a tight yeah. five minute thing to tell a story. Oh, I laugh. used to watch Ellen. Ellen. Yeah. Oh, my God. Do you know what I would Before watch? Before she got mean. <laughs> Before she got mean. Do you know what I loved when Rosie O'Donnell was on The View? Yep. Oh, I watch. I watched the shit out of the View with Rosie. I loved it. She she came in like guns blazing every episode. I really liked her her hot takes. Oh yeah, and she and she was and there was always that like white conservative blonde girl that she would just rip to shreds. You got it. It's the View. Oh, I love the View. Anyways, so in some senses, I thought it was fun to see what each queen was made of because you can't can't run, you can't hide when it comes to these challenges. It's like what is in your brain? How fast? Can you volley with these people? And we and we saw, you know, some were successful and some were not. Mm-hmm. But um, do you know what? Actually, race. speaking of um, improv, one of the right before I went on to Drag Race, I messaged Naomi Smalls and asked her, like, "Hey, if you had any advice for someone who may have potentially or not potentially got on a show that you were on, what would it be?" And she went, "Oh, take an improv class." <laughs> Aww, yeah, that's smart. That's smart. That's smart. Did you? No, no. <laughs> well, I didn't make it that far, so. <laughs> Juice for all stars. <laughs> Me and Cynthia walk in and they're like, two blonde white girls? What the fuck? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Come on. A hot new bombshell enters, enters the, villa. the villa. Don't get me up. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, what was the song? Um, so yeah, so that was it. And then we go into, we're getting ready for the main stage. So we go into these mirror moments that are all about hair. All what about were you, hair. What were your thoughts on this? I think hair is like really important. And I love my hair. I do different things with it. I bleach it. I dye it. I cut it. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was cute. I thought it was cute. I found Cheddar's story the most wild because I did not realize that they, they have dealt with meningitis in their life. Mm-hmm. And that's really intense. So I felt, I felt 
Cheddar's story was cute. I thought that was really cool. Actually, that's a, oh my god, what terrible words to use. Cute. <laughs> not cute. It's not cool. I thought it was very moving really cool and really very awesome. Um, really <laughs> vulnerable and cheddar to talk about. So I appreciated that. I being bald. Um, when I have to hear people talk about how much they love their hair, I will fast forward. So I just fast forwarded through it. The whole thing. Yeah, I can't. Well, I can't. you've got to make sure you watch Cheddar's because I thought it was really cool. I did watch Cheddar's. I watched Cheddar's because I noticed I was just like, okay, someone who doesn't have hair, I think I'll be able to watch this. So Dakota, I watched Dakota and her fluffy, perfect hair. Is oh, like, I was like, like, I really love hair. <laughs> I literally was, was trying like, to do. I That's cannot I was trying watch to this. <laughs> I was trying to imitate Dakota and her yeah, hair. Yeah. And I love Dakota. I love LaFill. But if for there was one time I was, there was this person in my life, they were they were losing their hair and they had made these comments about like, if you have a shaved head, you are so brave because like, I don't know what I would do if I did not have my hair. Like, I don't know how people survive without this. So for me, anytime I get triggered, anytime I hear someone talking about like how they can't survive without their hair on their head, I'm like, okay, cool. Buy a wig. (laughs) Just, I move on. I move on. I can't do it. It makes me crazy. Yeah. Yeah, no, I was thinking. I was thinking about you at this beat in the show. I was like, I want to know what Juice's take is on Ugh, this. I just can't stand it, and it's not a big deal. But it's just like hair is literally so impermanent. Like mm-hmm. you could wake up one day, especially like um, as anyone. Like it doesn't happen to just men. It doesn't happen to just young men or old men. Like it happens to to women. Like you could wake up one day and your hair just decides not to be there. Like it's yeah. like I'm out. See you later. You know, so I feel like when you tie yourself so tightly to this thing, that's like a part of your confidence. Like that's like without my hair, like I'm deeply like I don't have a lot of confidence. I can't walk out with no facial hair, no eyebrows and no like hair. Like I have Mm -hmm. to have something on my head, something on my body to have an accessory because hair is an accessory. Right. It's a it's a little bit of ornamentation on you. So that's like when I have to hear people being like, I, my life would be over without my hair. I'm like, buy a hat, buy a hat, buy a hat, buy a wig, get a hair transplant surgery. Sweet Jesus. (laughs) Just for some reason, it just bugs me. But is that because you've conquered it yourself or is it the opposite? Do you, do you internalize some of that struggle too? And you're like, I can't surround myself with the pity party side of it. Cause I feel like you rock your situation. You also, thank you. I think you have such a beautiful head shape and face that like ain't nothing on you, baby. Like you don't need hair. And you I think it's this mustache last month. Oh, oh my God, my mustache. I think it's just people would come up to me and they still do. And they'll say things like, how do you have confidence without hair? Or yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. is such or, a shady fucking yeah. question. Yeah. Or, oh my God, I could that? never. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they could be like, oh my God, I could never, I could never have a shaved head. I could never. And I'm like, I didn't ask. <laughs> I didn't ask if you could. Um, and I don't care. That's so shady. Yeah, people will say worst. that to me. Gays, women, uh, everybody will say this to me. Like, across the board will tell me these things. So when I have to hear people talk about their hair like that, I'm just like, oh, my God. For me, it just triggers me because of what I have been but people have said to me directly. Like, do you know what? I cannot stand. Do you know that filter, the bald filter on TikTok? Yes. Oh, oh my God. You want to see me throw my phone across the fucking room? 
It's when someone does that and they're like, oh my God. Oh my God. I could never. Shut up. <laughs> Shut, Shut up. up. Shut up. I want to go into your house. I want to shave your head in your sleep. I just want to. Gone. That's what I want to do. I said that one time and someone, a bald guy messaged me being like, how dare you? The bald community is so, like, they were so angry at me because I said I wish someone would go bald because of how much they loved their hair. And a bald guy got mad at me. I sent him a photo of my head. Why is he getting mad at you? Yeah. I sent him a photo of my head. I was like, I'm bald. Get get fucked. Get fucked. (laughs) Get fucked. And, okay, but here's the thing. Mm. I much prefer a man embracing their beautiful hairless head instead of really thin hair like homer simpson three strings yeah when it's holding on for dear life that's i see that situation sometimes and i'm like let it go embrace it embrace it yeah and like there is nothing wrong with hair plant hair transplant surgery if you want to wear a piece if you want to shave it i think there's nothing wrong with those things like it's whatever makes you confident whatever makes you feel good about yourself but holding on to those five hairs is almost like, like aesthetically, you just look older, you know, yeah. it just That's ages you. Yeah, yeah. It makes you look older for, and it's just, I think a dated look, just shave it, shaving it. It will make you look like a baby. You'll look younger. Just shave it. Put a wig on. <laughs> <laughs> baby with a mustache. I love it. Just a little baby with a mustache, you know? Anyways, we I've ranted about hair quite long enough. Let's. <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, listen, we're going to take a quick break and... Listen to a word from our sponsors, and then we'll get right back into the main stage. Look at you go. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Feeling down in the dumps? Feel like you need someone who isn't a friend or family member to talk about it? BetterHelp is the perfect neutral party. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. Talk to your therapist in a private online environment at your convenience. There's a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000 plus therapist network that gives you access to help that may not be available in your area. You just fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Boom. Then you schedule secure video and phone sessions. Plus, you can exchange unlimited messages and everything you share is completely confidential. You can request a new therapist at no additional charge anytime. Join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. We have a special offer to the semi-qualified Queens listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com SQQ. That's betterhelp.com SQQ. The special URL will be in the show notes. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Wow. Welcome back. That was magical, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Really consider better help. I know as the winter months approach, things can get a little heavy when we have less sunlight. So any way to work on your mental health, just like the rest of your body, is something we here at Semi-Qualified Queens recommend. Yeah. And uh, if you go on 10-minute rants about people's uh, hair and bald heads, maybe you should consider therapy. Um, <laughs> juice box. <laughs> Looking at you. No, I thought that, I love that. I thought that was very healthy. I think that's very candid. I enjoy your openness at all Thank times you. about that kind of stuff. Thank you. I appreciate but let's it. dive into the the runway. RuPaul. The main event. The this is the main event. Are you ready? But, it, but I, it's main spelled M A N E, right? Because it's like yeah, um, I didn't know how to hair. spell it. I didn't know how to spell it. I was like, I'm, that's okay. No one's reading this. <laughs> no one's reading it but us. Um, so RuPaul comes out. What'd you think of the fit? It was cute. It was fine. Yeah. 
it was fine. It was kind of like half of it was like a long, glamorous fringe dress, and the other half was like a short bodycon, like yeah. a short little scoochie woochie. I would have gone just full fringe, Zaldi. But so, well, I mean, I would have gone scoochie woochie. But you know how much I love a scoochie woochie. I know you do love a scoochie woochie. I love a scoochie woochie, so I would have just scoochie woochied it. But, 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 Alas. but, but, but. yeah. And then what we got Michelle. Of... And then we yes. got Michelle. Oh my God, have you? Did you see her Instagram post this week? How? There is one photo of Michelle. I know it's a little. I know it's a little photoshopped, but she looks so good. I can't stop saying it. I cannot stop saying it. She looks maybe I would say twenty pounds. Like she is so skinny. Like she's so small. Wild. She looked. I know. I know. And the legs, everything. I thought she looked great. That's what. That's what my partner said. I kept raving about Michelle, and he's like, she's lost weight. That's literally the only. Thing. Happened. I know. I was like, I, was like I think it's. I think it's just because she looked skinny. <laughs> Cynthia just praising skinny. Cynthia's um, like, and then, oh, she's so thin. <laughs> See, never said that. I was like, she's so beautiful. What is it? So, I mean, I'm. I'm. All bodies are beautiful. Clearly, I'm biased. Oh my god. Um, I'm looking back at Rue's dress. I really don't like it. I did. I was surprised you were so middle of the road. I was gonna say it's. It's kind of. It's no. It's, I hate it. Sorry. Yeah, I looked back on it. I don't like it. I think when we talk about the saturation of drag race, I think one of the things that takes a hit is RuPaul's dresses because they have to wear so many. It's like week after week after week after week, episode after episode, where I think sometimes they they have to quickly rush some. At one point, he was wearing archived pieces a lot because it was like... I love an archived piece. Me too, but sometimes they they require reconstruction, if you knew what I mean. Yes, 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 yes. See, I want her to come out one time. I know she does very similar silhouettes all the time, but imagine she came out in just a fucking ball gown. Just yes. an obnoxious. Like, you remember when yes. Brooke came out in that, you hated it. I loved it. That, like, fairy tale thing with the flowers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Imagine she just came out in that. Yeah. Holy shit. I know. Mm-hmm. And I think it'd be cool to, like, yeah, maybe I. everything has to be custom. So I was just about to say, like, pull some designer pieces. But what if it was, like, collaborations? Like, RuPaul and, like, Balenciaga. Like, I feel like they could turn oh, something out. my God. Actually, do you know Miss Fame? Did you see who Miss Fame just posted a brand new photo? Um, did you see? Not yet. Okay, I'm going to look up the designer. I think it's... You're going to know the designer the moment I say it because you are the fashion girl. But I am mm-hmm. having trouble. But she does these incredibly intricate, very... Very cool pieces. It is Iris Van Herpen. Iris Van Herpen. We Imagine her. Miss RuPaul walking out in an Iris Van Herpen. That'd be so cool. That would right? literally be so cool. Like just being like, guess what? I'm going to fucking gag all of you. I'm walking in one of these fucking things. Like people would lose their minds. They'd go, where's my mind? Where's my mind? Where is I've my lost mind? It. And she has the money. The production has the money. Like, it's it's incredible if she were to walk out in some kind of beautiful sculptural piece just to switch it up, you know? But that's fine. Uh, and Alan looks cute. I like Alan's look. Very cute. And we have Alison Hammond on the panel as well. Do you know Alison? Uh, not personally. She seemed funny. She's got to be a comedian. I'm sure I think she's, she's like... I think a she's British, a comedian. A British comedian. Our editor, Anthony, was very excited about Allison being on the show. Yes, very excited. Very, very excited. She is a 
Uh, English television personality and actress. She competed in the third season of reality show Big Brother. Mm. Oh, fun. Okay, mm. cool. Love that. Love that. We love a big personality. We should apply for Big Brother. It feels like it's very popular with the straights. Honestly, I'm, are you popular with the straights? Because I know I am. Um, uh, qu- Young queer women. That's my demographic. See, sometimes I've got the women and then their boyfriends. Are, their interest is peaked. <laughs> I... Cynthia, when I say one time I was uh, doing a gig, a uh, cruise and tangos, and the DJ came in the back and he was like, uh, uh, I'm straight, but there's something about Cynthia Kiss. And I went, I am just as pretty as Cynthia Kiss. And he's like, I don't know. There's something about Cynthia Kiss. Like, whew. he was when I say he was in love with you, Cynthia in love that this man was deeply questioning his sexuality like deeply it's always the tech boys it's always the sound the lights the stage crew i am telling you Mm -hmm. it's always those kind of guys around the queens i i I hear it all the time when we're on the road it's by the end of the night the fellas all of a sudden then they're a little a little more confident and they want a picture it's really funny i think it's because you give like they were the nerds because they're the tech nerds. They were the tech mm-hmm. nerds. And you very much give like the beautiful, popular, Sweet Valley High, like tall, blonde, popular girl, like God's favorite. And they're like, they they need to, they're diving into the fantasy the head first. It's, it's really cute. I Maybe yeah. one of these days I'll explore it. Maybe one of these days. I mean, if the, if the price is right. Amen to that. <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, everyone's looking gorgeous on the panel. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it's it's a fun it's a it's a fun runway theme, don't you think? The main event. So is the the, the, the main, main event. event means it's a hair runway, is what yes. we're saying. It's a hair yes. runway. Okay, I feel like a lot of these I didn't get hair. No, no. Like I didn't get hair for a lot of them, but we'll get there. Like I felt like they were pretty, but I didn't see like a direct hair inspiration. Does that make sense? Okay, well, let, let's dive in. I want to I want to know which looks you thought were giving hair and which ones weren't. What did we think okay. of Danny Beard? I mean, uh, the sleeves are hair. Is is that what I'm seeing? That was the only part. I will say Danny's was one of the more vague as as far as being inspired by the theme. Yeah, and Danny's looks have all been quite simple. Dark, Dark but like a a shoulder pad, a cinched waist, uh, a knee length kind of moment with a boot uh, and a sleeve. Like that's, that's, I'm, it's been four episodes now and it feels very similar. You know, I would actually argue if you were going to grill Sminty on a silhouette, it's time to grill Danny Beard. Danny Beard, because it felt like she grilled Sminty two episodes in. Yeah. Michelle was like ready for that comment. And it was yeah. almost like, okay, it's one, it's, it's fine. Like she's just showing skin. Whereas because Danny's, covering up if are they under the radar for this feedback maybe oh and she's walking a wig is she saying okay that's fun it's a fun look but i just think it's a little simple everything's been quite simple with her so far i don't like black on on like black apparel doesn't read on the runway i i find sometimes it's just too dark the light absorbs it mm-hmm. i just would have loved to have seen this in the same red as her wig like had the full head to body head to toe been more of that um Ooh, with the red, red hair yeah, I thought that yeah. I think it would have been really saying something. 
Yeah, or even if the sleeves were the same red as her hair and it was just the bodysuit. Yeah. Really emphasize that it's hair. I don't know. That would have been my one little my one little change. I think you're right. I think it's just because it's black, it got absorbed really easily by the light. Hmm. Yeah. Next we have Cheddar Gorgeous strutting down the runway. Love. Such a cool like the neck down, amazing, but neck up, otherworldly. The way oh, I painted. thought you were gonna say you didn't like it. I was like, it's so no, good. no, 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 no. It was good, and then it went to greatness from mm. the neck up. Like the way they had that quaffed wig, but then the, the the ears and the faux fur all nestled, and the way they blended their makeup into faux fur around the jaw and the forehead. It, it's it's makeup artistry. It yeah. dinged my dong, Val Garland style. Ding dong, darling. It was fabulous. <laughs> it is. I want to see if she's got a prosthetic nose on. She did teeth. I think that I think it's a prosthetic cat face. So I think there's a nose and upper lip prosthetic <sighs> happening right now. Um, and it's blended so beautifully that you literally can't see the edge. She did a really cool technique with these kind of swipes on the makeup brush to look more like the fur direction Mm -hmm. and then some Mm -hmm. of it actually was fur it just Mm -hmm. it was really really cool this is the example of someone who's been doing this for such a long time that they they know what they're doing like the technique is down the artistry is really there it's so artistic it's amazing yeah i loved it i was a really big fan i'm i'm a quite a cheddar gorgeous fan though i always really have been i like her Mm -hmm. a lot and to embrace their baldness like that oh we love a baldy (laughs) a bald king we love a bald king. Now, here, let's get to Pixie Polite. This is the main event. It's a hair runway. It's, it's, where's the hair? So it's, it's, it's inspired by a painting that of itself in art history, the hair is really like the, the Venus de Milo, like yeah. the focal point. That in that photo um, for like a painting it was like, whoa, hair. But when it comes to Drag Race, like, I just, I don't know if it read to me. Like, it, it, she looked nice, but I just, to me, it didn't necessarily seem like a theme other than just, like, big, tall hair. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not trying to take away from her look at all. She looks incredible. I think it's the best she's looked. I love the silk. I love the shell. I think the bodysuit fits her beautifully. Her face looks amazing. I think she, it's it's her best look. But if we're talking about a hair runway, she's just wearing, like, a kind of stacked wig with a few strands on her chest. Like, I want hair, babe. I want, I want inches. I want inches. I want, like, I would love it if it was just so obnoxiously long with hair that it's just all down her back and you just see nothing but hair. Like, that's what that's what I think you should do with a hair runway. Is it just me? I agree. No, I, I, I agree. I think that the material that kind of was draped alongside, it was kind of like a, a pale burgundy color. That could have been more hair. That should have been yeah, more hair. Yeah, hair, especially for, you know, the painting. Because obviously I did art history too in school. So like, I remember all that shit and, you know, more hair. Flex. Flex. Fucking flex. I, I know art history. I know, I know art history. <laughs> I fucking know, bro. I know, bro. Uh, next we have Dakota walking down the runway. Um, I did not like the silhouette, but the hair was cool. I mean, I, for me, it's another thing where it's like, it's a hair runway and I, there's, there's no hair for me. Yeah. It's, it's giving curtain. It's a curtain hair runway. Hair today, hair today, gone tomorrow. Gone tomorrow. Like it, she looks 
incredible, beautiful, stunning. The look is great. Her body looks great. It's not my favorite look of hers. It looks very heavy. Mm -hmm. Um, But she, her face looks beautiful. But the the same thing with the hair is like, she has these things in it and hair doesn't feel like the focal point. It just, for me, it just, I'm so confused about this runway. (laughs) (laughs) I never a good feeling to be confused. I just love direction, you know, and I want it to make sense. So she looks great, but I just don't think it makes sense with hair. Now, how do we feel about direction, but it's still not making sense? Next, we have baby down the runway. Uh, you don't think it makes sense? I, there needed to be more. It was just like, a, it, I just felt like it didn't execute. I loved the concept. I just wish perhaps there was like a little more fabric or more braids, like continued channels. So it mm-hmm. felt more like not a cage, but a dress. It felt like the caged armor that should go on top of a solid piece of clothing. She looked, she was very naked up there. Yes. I think if you're going to do something like this, it's, you've got to almost cinch in a little bit more as, as a girl who doesn't cinch, like I'm a body girl. I don't know if you've got to almost compliment your body in a way and to make it look like you've got shape there. And this, I feel like she's just accentuating the fact that it's just one shape the whole way down. Like there's not enough on the sides to give the like extension of the like big hip because it is so empty. Because you can see through it. You can see directly through it. Yeah. I almost wish like there was a corset under, like maybe a corset that was wrapped in hair and then that she put this over it. So it just gave a little bit more, you know? Mm -hmm. And I I, like, I don't love that it's constantly falling. Yes. It was one of those, I think that was one of those looks that didn't get a ton of fittings. It just was no. like, throw it in the bag and go. Um, yeah. Really cool concept. Just a little, little tweaks. Yeah. Next. Hate the shoes. Hate the shoes. Oh, what was going on with the shoe? I didn't even clock the footwear. It's a giant, blocky, tall boot covered in hair. But there's, there's so little happening up top that it looks gigantic. Like they look like monster hooves. I remember. Now I remember. Yeah. That was the thing. Ha- that's actually what she should have tied back up into the bodice or the skirt. Yeah. Some of what was happening in the shoe. Yeah, but her face and hat are cute, and I love the hair. <laughs> totally. Yeah. All right, next we have LaFille going down the runway. And the inspiration, albeit kind of disgusting, they made something very, very cool and beautiful. Yeah, and they, she's got great legs. She's got great everything. She's like a little fitness diva. Yeah, she's got great legs. And I love that she does the the reveal to her natural hair. Because uh, mm. I, I, I just think it looks better. You know, I think it fits her face better, especially. And I think it, the way that her hair moves, moves better with the outfit. It looks like, it literally does look like she took her own hair out. So yeah. I'm a bit, I like it a lot. I think it's fun. I thought it was really funny. The, I mean... I, I, again, the inspiration kind of icky when you have to clean your, your drain like that. It's a little gross, <laughs> but yeah. I love how she translated it into a fashion look. Sometimes you can find beauty in the strangest of places. Very cool <laughs> to see how her mind works. I like love your it. drain. Now yeah. let's go to Miss Black Peppa, mm-hmm. who is doing a very similar concept to Baby with the, yeah. the braids, but it almost feels like this was what we wanted babies to look like. If not 
take a page from Black Peppa's book. See how hers was fully a solid bodice, a solid skirt. It was it was hair, but it wasn't transparent. It looked like it looked the like walls had been had been put up onto the yeah. house. Like the siding was finished. But, you know. But I will say, well, let's let's cover our, our chests. Let's do it. It was strapless and I think it kept falling down. But I feel like every I've see I feel like I'm seeing that so much lately on Drag Race is like everyone is wearing these tops and they're constantly falling down. Like, why are mm. we doing strapless so much mm-hmm. and not like super gluing it down? Like, I just don't understand the, the nipples flying out. Yeah. You know, that happened to me. That happened to me. In Did the, it? I had, a, I, had a, I had a costume break on stage. Oh no. And so I, by the end of it, I had to just rip off my little, my little bustier and I was like nipples out. I was flexing so hard. I was like, let's just like get through this the audience is cheering you know it's you know it's when uh they're giving you love they're giving you sympathy it's a bad feeling i would never lean into that trend i like i like my my nipples covered i mean my nipples fall out if i'm in like a scoochie dress but i tend to try and cover them but yeah something about the strapless like i also don't love a strapless moment for myself so maybe that's just me uh and are you talking like are you talking the intention be it's a strapless, like, sweetheart neckline, like, it should stay there? Or do you mean, like, Aquarius minty pasties? Like, just the... I mean, it should stay there. Like, I feel like... I feel like a lot of these... I feel like a lot of outfits right now on Drag Race are strapless, and they're falling. Mm. And I'm just... And I just feel like... I just would love if they stayed, you know? Calling all designers last fittings. They're very important. But she looked great. Do you know what's happening? They Hmm. fit... When all the girls are home, but then it's so stressful when you actually get there. They that lose weight. They're Maybe withering away. It. And their strapless garments are all falling <laughs> because they are half the size when they started. Honestly, I think a couple of the girls on my season said that. Maybe that's it. You know, but she looks really cool. And is there nipple piercings on the titties? Maybe. I don't know. I don't have a 70 inch TV. <laughs> I didn't 75. see that detail in HD. 75 inch. <laughs> 75 inch. <laughs> I love when I get it wrong. You're like, no, 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 no. no, no it's bigger. Uh, speaking of bigger, we have Sminty Drop. Now, is she a... A, a moth. A, a moth? It's a moth? Mm-hmm. Mm. I love I this. Like Me too. The gradient. I kept staring at the gradient from black to gray to white on the kind of exoskeleton torso bit. The way it was mm. stoned and that light but gigantic hair looking like the moth antennas. It was really yeah. cool. It was a really cool look. Yeah. And I get more hair from it because moths are fuzzy, you know, so she's mm-hmm. got the, the hair around her neck. She's got the big hair antennas. I would have liked, maybe liked a little bit of fur trim at the bottom of the corset, but overall it was really, really beautiful. She, she wears those fucking massive heels. She is brave. I know. They're like, like you could dilts. You could roll your ankle and like literally break your foot. Yeah. And like, I get it. The, the aesthetic for her works incredibly because they're so big and she's so skinny, but also so tall that it, it just works. But they scare the shit out of me. She scares the shit out of me. I love her. I'm such a Sminty fan. No, I love her so much. Sometimes when I like, I love someone so much that, yeah, you go into that, that zone of like intimidated. Yeah. She's no, so I pretty. That. She's so like, pretty and funny and nice. Yeah. Ugh. I would love to meet her. I would love to meet her. Me too. She, oh my God, did I tell you baby followed me back? Yay, all is yeah. right in the world. 
I know. I was like, thank you. She's going to unfollow you after this episode. No, no. She didn't like my look. (laughs) Baby, no. (laughs) Speaking of not liking looks, John Burr's blonde. Um, What'd you think? Ugh, I just, I I literally wrote meh and that it did not need the reveal. Uh, You didn't didn't like the reveal? It was just like, it was, it didn't make sense to me. Like, the fur underwear thing. I thought mm-hmm. the fur underwear could have been actually better. Yeah. It just, to me, it was like an interesting reference. I just didn't like the reference. I, d- I, I don't, my thing is, is like, I actually had a really similar outfit for my hair runway was mine was going to look like this. I was going to do a werewolf, but it was a similar silhouette. But my, my thing with, with this runway is I don't understand why girls, um, uh, paint older. Like, it feels like yes. she was going for, like, something matronly. And I was just like, why would you do that? Especially because of the hair. It was giving, like, um, yeah, just, it was just giving old. Yeah, and I don't know why. Because it's, like, it's not a, it's a great coat. And I like the silhouette of the bikini. Do you know what I will say? I, um, I don't think, she's not padded. So I don't know why she's wearing so many tights. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like you're not padded, babe, and you're not a hairy person. Like, at least I don't think you are. Why are you wearing tights? Yeah. You know? Maybe she's she's insecure, like, about the the hair peeping through. Maybe. She must have a little bit of body hair. She must have a little bit. Maybe, because I think it it would have looked better with a a bare leg or, like, one pair of tights because she shows her ass, and I would have liked to see a bit more movement in the body. Maybe that would have done it. Because I didn't hate it. Her body is, like suctioned in there yeah when you and so it, you could see there was like four pairs of tights on like that was like she was in that. waistband 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 yeah i was just like what what do you do babe um but yeah oh that was all the looks oh my god those were all the looks they didn't those were all the looks. They didn't finish strong yeah oh yeah right at the end so what did you what did you think um great episode love an improv challenge Love what certain queens took with the theme. I think I, mm-hmm. I've seen some of my favorite looks this season out of this runway, like Sminty, LaFill. Those are my standouts. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sminty was one of my favorites uh, on the runway and Cheddar. But unfortunately, an outfit's an outfit and it didn't it didn't save Sminty. No, she was in the bottom two. So the challenge winner was Danny Beard, as it should have been. Danny was the yeah. best. And our... Too. Bottom two are Baby and Sminty. Now, did you think that the bottom two should have been Baby and Sminty? I didn't think Baby was that bad. Who would you have put instead? Uh, LaFille. Yeah, that's true. But do you think because LaFille's outfit was better than Baby's, that that's what kept her out of it? I think so. Mm. And sometimes, I swear, production will stack a lip sync where they know one's going to be so much better at performing that it'll kick the girl home. Like, I think... Why would you, though? Because Sminty's been giving so much runway and so much good TV. I know. I was actually a little shocked to see her go. Yeah. I'm completely shocked. I thought she was going to go quite a lot farther. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we lip sync. Then Baby is full naked on that stage she took off her cage dress which was not a lot to begin with it was gone (laughs) it was confidence like honestly she's got a great body and like any size is beautiful but so but even then it was like you are dancing around in a gaff like you were literally 
only in a gaff. I could never have that confidence. So bless baby. I could never. It was, it was very out there in the open. Mm -hmm. So I think, I think sometimes that's how you save a lip sync is if you give it your literal all. Like if you fall apart, just don't take your wig off. They don't like that. Oh, thank God. I was like, if she takes her wig off, it's over. But I feel like if she, I feel like. (laughs) She untucks. They have to blur it. She has has to get full naked. I feel like it can go either way. You can either get naked and really, really kill it and they love it. Or you get naked and they just see it as kind of like you just last ditch attempting to, to dance. Because I've seen people before on the show where they take their outfit off and you think they're going to take it off so they can really go off. But then they don't, <laughs> and you're like, yeah. "Why did you take the outfit off?" Now you you're know? just cold. <laughs> now you're just now you're just chilly, babe. <laughs> I get it. So, do you agree with the winner of the lip sync? Oh yeah, I mean, Sminty yeah. was was she was great in it. She was better than I thought she was going to be because she's not really a performer. Um, but she's in those stilts. How what's she supposed to do? I agree. How are you supposed to dance in those? Yeah. I, would, I would die. I would literally she went, die. She went more the funny route, which I liked. Like, she was trying to have more fun with it. You got to see a lot of her personality. I'm glad she didn't just stand there. She tried. Yeah. But she tried. But but it was one of those things where it's just like, if it's going to be baby against Minty, we both, we all know what's going to happen. You know? Yes. And and we watched it. We saw it. So mm-hmm. baby takes the win. She's She's back to slay another day. And we have to say goodbye to Sminty Drop. I know who slow twerks right out of the building. That was funny. I was so glad she did that. Me too. That was so bloody funny. Like when a queen can take their cringe and make it into something where they're laughing at themselves. Yeah. And to do it so quick as they're like their last goodbye. That was the coolest way for her to leave. It was as if in that moment she had already learned her mistakes and I'm just excited to see what Sminty's going to do on the road. Like she's one of those queens who A is so young that they're going to have like a beautiful trajectory because they've got the the youth on their side. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then and then the gumption to like keep killing it. Like I think she's a really cool queen. I can't wait to me see too. What she does. Yeah, me too. I'm really excited for her and I'm I'm really sad to see her go cuz she was literally one of my favorite parts of the show. My favorites and I am so worried are my favorites were Starlet. Gone. Oh no. Okay. Sminty. Gone. <laughs> Okay, I'm. It's I'm four episodes in. I've got two two that I was obsessed with are now gone. Um, now, baby and Dakota are my other two, my sweet angels. Mm-hmm. No one touch my 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 girlies. I okay. need them on my TV. You know, no yeah. more. You yeah, know, I'm worried. I'm getting I'm getting concerned. I'm getting yeah. concerned. <laughs> yeah, I'm so. getting a little worried about my kids. Getting a little worried about my favesies, but it's fine. Uh, really enjoying the show so far and episode was great really fun episode mm-hmm. um, pleasure as always do we want to dive into a question from a caller all right so we have a question from our listener Sarah hi um, I'm sleeping right now so I might sound like shit but I just want to say how much did you um, help me a lot uh, like the podcast I was listening to it um, when I had COVID and it made all of it um, better and also <laughs> it might sound uh, weird but I always listen to the podcast when I clean my room so it's like a motivation like oh I have to clean my room but at least I get to um, hear Juice and Cynthia also Juice I saw you at the Quebec City Pride show and I want to say how much I was obsessed with you you were like so good and since I really hope I can see you 
live one day if you want to come to Quebec City I'm gonna be here so yeah I love you both so much and also I know since yes but um Juice what's your favorite Taylor Swift song uh that's it Thank you so much for that question, Sarah. And I appreciate all the love. I had a lot of fun in Quebec. That was really a good time. Mm-hmm. She's so mm-hmm. cute. I love how sleepy she was when she called I in. Know. She's like, hi. <laughs> I was just like, is she just like laying in bed reading us this question right now? Um, but what's my favorite? What, what's yours? She said she knows yours. I don't know it. What is it? New Romantics by Taylor Really? Smith. Well, because you know I love a poppy, like a, a high, like a faster BPM, like something to dance to. So oh, she doesn't, she I guess. doesn't have as many dance songs, and that one's always just kind of st- stuck out as a slap. Okay, yeah, that could, that's a good one. Style, I think, is my favorite one. Mm-hmm. I love style. Like something about the whole 1989 album for me is just like my favorite Taylor Swift album, top to bottom, and then nothing oh, else. To- I can't listen to any uh, other album. It's my favorite. Let's. I can listen to a lot of other ones. I'm a Swifty. But um, the 1989 is just, for me, the best one. And then style for me, just like, it makes my whole body like, like, you know, when you hear a song and you're like, oh my God, I love this song so much. Like, I get so excited. That's cute. So I will say, I'll say style, I think is my favorite. I also love how Sarah was saying she listens to podcasts when she cleans her room. That's my favorite part about podcasts. I throw them on all day when I like have to use my hands and I just want to like have something in my ears. I I do love a good podcast. What kind of, what do you do when you're listening to pods? Drive. Okay, cute. Yeah. Cause I can get very high anxiety when I drive, especially like, cause for me, like I can get triggered by quite a lot of little things so if I'm having a very high anxiety day I'll throw a, a random podcast on when I drive because it helps it's almost like someone's talking to me and it helps calm me down yeah totally just throw them on mm-hmm. and you get to kind of focus on the task at hand yeah music I find can sometimes be overstimulating you start yeah, dancing when it, and you swerve the car <laughs> yeah <laughs> just I think it's just the the amount you got that's coming at you <laughs> And then, well, I think music causes, like, invokes such emotion in you that sometimes, like, if you're listening to music, it, you, it can kind of just, like, for me, push me into those moments um, when a podcast are usually a lot calmer, usually. Um, so I, I was actually listening to Maisie from Game of Thrones. She did a podcast recently oh, on ceo or something diary of a ceo and it was about like how she grew up and like her and her success with game of thrones and stuff i listened to about a half hour of that it was quite good she's she's a great talker i love that yeah no podcasts Mm -hmm. are the best and speaking of people who are the best our sq cuties for listening every week we love you so much thank you sarah for sending in a voice memo um we always appreciate it they get priority boarding Mm -hmm. if you want to be a part of if you want to be a co-host on the episode think about it if you've got any question literally anything the more ridiculous like i want someone to call in and ask us about our subway orders <laughs> like what's your subway order oh my god uh put on the spot uh depends how hungry i am if i'm kind of okay. middle of the road i'll do a pizza sub with, Ooh. with um light lettuce because it doesn't really make sense but i like a yes. little tomato <laughs> green pepper red onion onion mm-hmm. or no um black olives eh? and then just a line a line of chipotle southwest oh my god okay so mine is a 12 inch italian urban cheese meatball sub work with 
you're going to die a little bit of lettuce because it doesn't really make sense. Um... <laughs> Like, right? Onions, jalapenos, and a line of chipotle. And you've got to like say line. You have to say Yeah, line. no, because they'll put too much. They'll put too much. Honey, you just you need just a little say, bit. If you just say Southwest, they're going to go back and forth, they're back gonna, and forth. Like Delta Work said, she's going to look at you in your eyes mm-hmm. and just... Seriously. All over it. So quick yeah. tip here on uh, Semi-Qualified Queens. If you say, <laughs> if you say a line... It visualizes <laughs> just one stroke. So if you want to get specific, just say a line of your sauce. It works every time. Yeah. And and a lot of our sisters love a good line. So um, <laughs> I know it sounds a little naughty, but it's just your sauce. It's just your sauce. <laughs> it's just your sauce. It's not cocaine. Anyways, <laughs> if you guys want to be involved in the conversation, you can always go to our Instagram at semiqualifiedqueenspod. Or Twitter at SQQPod using the hashtag SemiQualifiedQuestions or email us at SemiQualifiedQueensPod at gmail.com. Or if you want to be a part of the conversation and hear your voice on our pod, which we always love and we definitely give priority boarding to, go to SpeakPipe.com slash SQQPod and we want to hear your sexy little voices. Yes. We'll see you next week. Love you.